You're listening to the Kilo Tango Outdoors podcast. My name's Chris. I'll be your host for the day. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Kilo Tango Outdoors podcast, episode number two. This week's main topic will be knives. Joining with me this week, panelist Justin, welcome to the show. Howdy. And Andrew, welcome to the show. How you doing? So, uh, Justin, Andrew, what's been going on with you guys this week? Anything new? Same old, same old working. And Andrew? Got another Glock project in the works. Good deal. Well, the only thing I did in the outdoors this week was uh, sharpen some knives earlier today. Did a little blade maintenance. And uh, that about wraps it up for me. So, moving into our main topic, knives. Uh, this week, our panelists list their favorite knives and detail their uses in the following categories. Folders small fixed blades, larger fixed blades, heavy usage, and we have an honorable mention category. So, Justin, we'll start with you first. Uh, for the folders category, what's your picks? Uh, I've got three on the folders. Um, <clears throat> on the first one uh, would have to be either the uh, Cold Steel Recon or the uh, Schrade SCH A10B. Um, they both use the AUS-8 steel, the AUS-8 steel, um, the cold steel uses uh, G10 handles, um, comfortable in the hand. But I will say one thing that the uh, the cold steel recon, the pocket clips are usually a little on the tight side, and they can tear up your pants if you wear denim jeans and stuff like that. They will tear them up over extended use. Um, now the Schrade has an aluminum handle, um, <clears throat> and does it both? Is it both sides aluminum or just one side G10? On the, which one? The, the Schrade. The second one. The Schrade, yeah. It's both sides aluminum, uh, smooth handle scales, um, and it's actually really comfortable in the hand. From the, If you look at it online, the picture kind of looks um, like it would be uncomfortable, but it's actually really comfortable in hand. Um, and one cool thing about the Schrade is it actually has a... Um, a little switch on the side where um, you can flip it one way and the knife will open using uh, a manual action um, and then you can flip it down the other way and it will do a uh, assisted opening so I mean it doesn't have a complete lockout but if you turn the, uh, the assisted opening off you can open it manually so it's not going to open accidentally inside your pocket or anything like that that is cool. I, I do like that because assisted opening, uh, eventually over time, those those break or wear, wear out, out, and then you're stuck with a knife that's pretty much useless. So I do mm. like the manual option. Right, that's and cool. it, the, the, the manual option kind of acts as a, as a, almost like a lock as well because it's not going to open inside your pocket if you've got the assisted opening turned off. And then on the uh, the third one, um, it, this is kind of a, of a, of a purpose-built uh, folder. Um it's the Schrade SCH 911, um, A911, my bad. Um, this is a, um, it's like a rescue folder knife. Um, it is ambidextrous controls. You've got a thumb stud on both sides, so you can open it right hand, left handed. Um, I think the pocket clip is reversible as well. Um, it is a pry tip on the, uh, on the end of the knife. It's, there's no point to it, so you're not going to accidentally stab somebody. 
So it's uh, not like a seatbelt cutter. It, it's got a built-in strap cutter, and the uh, the blade is a full serrated blade. It's the scallop serrations, which, I mean, those go through like a seatbelt or some sort of cloth, like, you know, hot knife through butter. Right. Um, so that would be my, my pick for it, like a purpose EDC. If, if you want to throw that in your car, if you get into a wreck, you know, you can grab it off your visor or something and cut your seatbelt and get out quickly. Okay, that's cool. Those are nice. some nice picks there. <clears throat> Uh, Andrew, what's your picks in the folder category? I've got two. The first one being the Opel Carbon Number no. Seven. If you're tired of the tactical style knife being shoved down your throat, you know <laughs> you want something that's old school but still functional today. The Opel is where it's at. Those are really, really nice knives. You've turned me on to them just recently, and I really enjoy the one I have. They're cheap, price ranging anywhere from 12 to, you know, $20. There's the, the numbers designate the size of the blade. It goes anywhere from a number 5 to number 14, I believe. Don't quote me on that. The If you get anything smaller than a number 6, you lose the twist lock feature. It is a lockable blade. Uh, and that locks closed as well as open closed as well as open yeah they they do their wood handles the common like all the carbon ones are beach handles but if you go up in some of the higher end models they do do more exotic woods uh olive wood oak walnut there's there's different styles but uh it's a nice thin blade they do do uh, the number seven carbon is it's they don't specify what type of carbon steel it is but it is it is a high carbon you can force a patina on it or you know let it patina naturally as you use it uh, the uh, it's a full flat grind if i'm not mistaken so it it, it sharpens really easily uh slices cardboard or string or whatever you want to use it for on a daily basis it does really good uh and it's it's a solid lockup with the with the twist lock as well. It's not it's not a flimsy. There's no play in the blade whatsoever, even though it is a wood handled knife. Uh, I highly recommend it. Very nice, very nice. What's uh, your other pick for the folder section? The other you had pick, two, right? Yeah, I did have two. The other pick I haven't currently bought, uh, but I am I am looking to purchase it. It's a Kaiser Vanguard V3 Vigor. It is a liner lock with g10 handles it's got a three inch satin finish vg10 blade like i said i haven't i haven't purchased it yet but it, it seems like a, a solid little knife for around the 50 dollar price range it's not bad for what it is like i said i don't have a whole lot of information on it but it, it will be a future purchase i believe okay cool deal well my pick in the uh, folders category is the ontario rat folder uh, they make two sizes the rat one and the rat two uh, I, I personally have a Rat 1 that I have carried every day for almost uh, three years now. And if uh, I, I'm the type of knife user that I don't throw tasks at folders that folders weren't meant to be tasked with. And uh, everything I throw at this Rat is it just it takes a beating and keeps on. Then you haven't batoned with it yet. I have not batoned with a folder, no, and <laughs> I have borrowed. not. I have not pried or anything like that with let it. Let me borrow. No, I will not let you borrow any of my knives. For the record, stated here. 
But uh, the rat is a an OS eight steel. Um, it has a three and a half inch folding blade, G ten scales for the handles. I've got a little piece of paracord loop uh, through the lanyard hole just to help get it out of your pocket a little easier. Like I say, I carry this folder every day for almost three years now. If a folding knife should do it, I have done it with this knife. Cardboard, daily cutting tasks, uh, cutting meat, steak in a restaurant one time. <laughs> it, it will do it. It's, it's, it's a solid folder. Uh, retail on it, I think, is about 30 bucks, 35 bucks. So, uh, And that's why I bought it. I bought it just to see if uh, if it was worth the money and to see if you really needed to spend $100 plus on a folding knife. And come to find out, you don't. So uh, that wraps up folders for us. Let's move on to small fixed blades. Uh, Justin, what's your picks for the small fixed blade category? I haven't been here a while. <laughs> I've got a, I've got three of them that I, I've I've got. Um, I've carried all three of these uh, small fixed blades, and I love them. All three of them. Um, first one would be the uh, SC Azula. Honestly, I think that's probably one of the most popular small fixed blades on the market today. I agree. Uh, I, agree. I mean, you've got the... the I don't uh, like it, but I agree. <laughs> I mean, you've got that awesome SC uh, warranty, um, 1095 steel, which, I mean, has proven itself over and over and over. Um, the handles are amazingly comfortable. The blade will handle about anything that you can throw with it, throw at it. Um I've used the uh, the Azula in the woods. I've actually done some light batoning with it, held up just fine. I've done every kind of daily carry or daily um, cutting task that you could think of with that knife, and it's held up just fine. Um, the second one is the uh, the tops. I think it's pronounced the Tibo. It's T I B O. Um, I've carried one of these for forever as well. You know, you've got the same steel, 1095 steel. Tops will stand behind their, their product as well as SE does. The handle on the T-Bow is amazingly comfortable. Um, it's similar to the uh, Azula, but it has like, I think it's one finger groove up towards the uh, the blade. Um, it's got some really aggressive jimping. Yeah, it does have some really nice jimping on the spine. Um, full flat grind, you know, I like I said, I've carried that knife for at least two years and it's held up. You know, as good as any knife that I've ever seen. I've, I've I've done light batoning. I've done any kind of cutting task that you can think of, and it's held up great. I'm, I mean, it holds an edge like no other. Um, now, the third one is um, is the Schrade SCHF16. This one is uh, it's a 9CR18 MOB steel, and I I really wasn't uh, familiar with this kind of steel, but the more I've looked into it, the more I'm really liking it. It's it's more of a budget type steel, but I mean that that Schrade F16. I mean it's it's kind of a uh, almost like a saber grind, almost almost like a hollow grind. Really comfortable jimping on the spine. The handle it, it is a uh, handle scales. Um, G10 handle scales. They're a little on the thick side, but they to me they're comfortable. The sheath holds up great. It's not a full kydex, but it's, it's like a thermoplastic sheath. Um, it it's it works. It does the job, and <clears throat> I have beat the ever living tar out of that knife, and it's held up everything I threw at it. Um, it's it's a uh, it's kind of almost like a modified clip point. It's not really a traditional drop point or anything like that. It's more like a clip point. Um, but overall, you know, awesome little knife, exposed pommel. You can crush nuts or do whatever you want to with it, um, and it'll it'll cut about anything you can throw at it. 
And I've, I've, I've belt carried and neck carried all three of those, and they are awesome little EDC knives. Sounds nice. And, uh, Andrew, what's your picks in this category? I'm going to save you some time. I've just got one. <laughs> it's going to be the K-Bar Becker BK-14. It is a skeletonized handle, 1095 Crowland. They have, it actually uses the handle off of the SC Azula, but it's got a slightly bigger drop point style blade. That's my only complaint with the SE is the handles are awesome, but the blade's just a little too short. It's too big for neck carry, but too small for belt carry, in my opinion. I don't like it. But the BK-14 seems to pick up where that knife kind of leaves off for me. It's got a bigger blade. It's, it's more you know prone for belt carry as opposed to neck carry, but if you're in the woods, I'm you know concealing one's not really, a, you know, it don't really matter at that point. The sheath, like... Justin was talking with the Shrade. It's not a Kydex by no means. It's some type of thermoplastic. I'm not really sure what the material is. It does seem to wear out over time. But, but there I is... think that one is a glass-filled nylon. Okay. And what I have noticed about those sheaths is if you run your blade edge while exactly. you're drawing the knife, it will actually dull. dull. Over time, it dulls the knife. But there right. is a lot of custom Kydex manufacturers right. out there that make aftermarket sheaths for this blade. It right. does seem to be a fairly popular option. Especially with it, you know, but going anywhere from thirty five to forty five dollars, I think. My only complaint with the knife would be the traction coating on it. I'm not a big traction coating. You know, that black traction coating seems to pick up if you're cutting wood or anything, mm-hmm. it seems to pick up a lot of well, trash in the The finish. the original um, I guess the Gen 1 models had a smooth coating. They did, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one of those, and I mean, I, I've, it works tremendously, but they have changed the coating on them to that, that traction coating, and it does pick up your smaller particles that you're yeah. cutting through. If I'm not mistaken, they actually make one of D2 steel now yeah, as they well. Do. They, they do. do. It's the BK24. That's it. That is the model. Uh, that one, you know, you don't have to put up with the traction coating if you don't like it, but you will pay more money for it. I think it's closer to the $60 range. Mm-hmm. But one one thing I do wish with that the BK14 is the um, they they changed the handle size on it a little bit from the Azula right and the micarta scales that you can buy for the the, the uh, Azula will not fit on the BK14. It's the same shape as the Azula handle, but not the exact same size. Exactly, it's, it is yeah. sized upwards a little bit because yeah. I've got some G10 scales that for an Azula that I tried on a BK14 that I had. I no longer have it, and uh, if they would not fit either. Well, that's my pick. Okay. Well, my pick in the small fixed blade category comes as no surprise. It is the SE Azula. Uh, where mine differs from Justin's is mine is the stainless. Um, it is 440C stainless steel, and I know that sounds horrible to your ears just yes. to hear it. Uh, and, and, and I really shied away from buying a $70 440 steel fixed blade point. knife. Uh, but the uh, SE hardness levels that they, they put this thing, it, it is amazing. Um, this knife takes an edge and holds an edge uh, better than any knife that I've got. Uh, I have mine wrapped in a paracord wrap handle, and I neck carry it every day. Uh, the reason I chose the stainless over the 1095 is, uh, they, like they were talking about the coating on the, um, the BK-14, I, I'm not a big painted type fan so i like to strip that paint and um, force a patina to keep it uh, keep a blade from rusting 
And with uh, net carry underneath the t-shirt directly contacting my skin, that, that raw steel doesn't last very long. Uh, so I, I chose the stainless for corrosion resistance. This is one thing cool that Azula does have as opposed to like the BK-14s. Not, you know, considering the stainless one, but like the carbon models, you can get like, they make so many colors. Right, they do offer them in tons of colors. So that, that's kind of kind of a plus. Right, that is. Uh, the SE Azula, though, I net carry it in... It is a little small for a belt carry. I think if I'm going to carry a knife on my belt, I'm going to choose a little bigger blade. Uh, for neck carry, I, I don't feel like it's too big. Um, definitely there's times and movements that you'll feel it and know it's there, but it's a knife hanging around your neck. You're going to know it's there anyway, regardless, you know. So, um, and like I say, the SE warranty that Justin mentioned, it's it's just uh, my pick's just a different steel than the pick he chose. So Nothing we wrong with that. Yeah, that's why they make so many different ones. So moving on to our next category is the larger fixed blades. And uh, Justin, we'll start with you again. Uh, what's your choice for this category? I've only got one for this one, and it would have to be the King, the uh, K-Bar Becker BK-9. The King, The King, say. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you get on the, the knife forums and um, <clears throat> look at the uh, – there's – tons of pages dedicated to the the becker line and within those pages there are i mean there are multiple uh pages of um people posting pictures of knives and stuff and i mean the one that stands out the most and it, it has became you know it's it's uh, gotten nicknamed the king on the on the knife forums um it's the bk9 but uh, I mean, you're talking a nine-inch blade, 1095 Crow Van steel, that awesome design Becker handle. I mean, it, it's a multi-position handle. Um, you can choke up on it, and do some fine work, um, and then you can kind of, you know, drop back and you know do some chopping with it. And that little hook on the end lets you uh, hook in there and do some swinging and chopping real easy. You got that exposed pommel if you need it. Um, the sheath is molly compatible so if you want to throw it on a backpack or um you know on a molly rig somewhere it does work on that as well so okay yeah i can't argue with the choice of of any of the the big bks um they make excellent knives very much so uh andrew what's your choice for the larger fixed blade category it would be a tops silent hero and he is a big spender folks i am uh <laughs> Before I get into the knife, I will speak on Top's behalf, though. That is one of the few companies that is, like, custom-made knives at a production price level, really. So, Top's, if you're listening, that's a uh, sponsorship. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a sponsorship any day from <laughs> Top's. But, any day of the week. Uh, SE or, you know, whoever. I like the Azula now. The silent here, it does, I mean, it is a whole lot more expensive than, like, the Baker BK9. You know, $200, $230 off Top's website versus... What is it? How the big A nine usually runs about ninety to a hundred dollars. Okay, so you know it is going to cost you more, but you do get more of a handmade process knife versus a production line knife. You know that is one thing you got to look at when you do spend the money on it. It is it is a rather a rather large knife, ten ninety five, high carbon. Again, they do. If I'm going to say it's my carter handles on it. I'm pretty sure it's my carta. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. You do have the option the option of getting what they call the Rocky Mountain tread scales. It's just a more aggressive texturing in the in yeah. the handle scales. The handle scales. What's the uh, blade length on that one? Do you? 
That's I was trying to look it up for you here. About six and six and three eighths. Okay. I was thinking around seven. And what blade um, still is that? Ten ninety five. Ten ninety five. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's pushing about three sixteenths thick at the spine. I think that's the same as the BK9, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, BK9 right. is three sixteenths. Right. And is they do it in the they don't have a traction coating on this knife like top, like tops does on you know a multitude of the knives they do offer they they do a it's called a black river wash I don't really know the whole process that goes into it but it does look a whole lot better and somehow it protects the the high carbon steel from rusting but you don't have to worry about you know if you use it to baton or whatever you do with right. it you're not gonna wear that finish yeah off. you're not gonna wear it off it's something that's okay, made that's in cool. the metal. Uh, they do offer, you know, the full Kydex sheath from it, and that's going back to the custom level of tops. You know, it's not really truly custom, but it is right. to a certain extent. You get that custom feel. You've got, you know, there's one person sitting at the factory that's made that sheath for that knife. There's one person that sharpens that knife. There's one person that heat treats that knife. So, I mean, you pay for a lot of, you're paying a hefty price tag, but you're getting a lot of You cool, get quality. Yeah, you get a lot of quality with it. Right. Okay, my choice for the large fixed blade category is the SE4, either in 1095 or stainless steel. I like the 1095. Uh, as I said earlier, I like to strip that finish off and force a patina myself. You can use it for a lot of uh, tasks. Plus, 1095 is just real strong steel. The stainless steel is a little softer than the 1095, but it's good for uh, food prep if you want to do some stuff like that with it. I, I like using stainless steel a little more than carbon. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I know uh, Andrew does not care for my choice of the SE4 whatsoever. No, not whatsoever. Uh, but it is a good size blade and Very comfortable handle. Uh, it's a nice one. So moving on now to our next category, the heavy usage category. Uh, Justin, we'll start with you again. What's your what's your pick for the heavy usage? <laughs> no, not not the BK9 on the heavy use. Uh, on the heavy use, um, I've got uh, I I got to throw a shout out to uh, Chris Tanner from Prepared Mind 101. Um, he's a YouTube channel. He actually sat down and designed a knife that was uses basically the the big K9 blade, and he changed the handle up a little bit. Um, he did a, like a three position handle. It's almost a, I think it's a praying style handle. It's got the little hook on the back. End. Yeah, it's got the little hook on the back end. Yeah. Um, you can you can choke up and do real fine task with it, or you can put your hand in the middle of the uh, the handle. Was this one made by Shred? Yeah. It's the it's called it's called the Shrey Jessica X. Um, it's a it's a nine nine inch blade. My God, it's got like a freaking lawnmower blade as a handle. <laughs> I, I just was turned on to this knife tonight, actually, when Justin was telling me um, about it, and I really like the looks of right. it. Right, uh, Chris Tanner took his design to Shrey, and uh, Shrey's like, you know, we we like that idea. You know, we'll we'll throw it into production, and uh, that's uh, a heavy angle. Yeah, it is, but it makes an amazing chopper. Um, he has Chris has this uh, this list, but he calls the Jessica list. It's stuff that he is. Um, it's tried and true. He knows it's going to work every time he uses it, and he calls it his Jessica list because the first thing that he used on the Jessica list was a BK7. He called it. He named the knife Jessica. After everything after that became the Jessica list. So he called that Jessica X, and uh, Shrade kept the name and with their um, their numbering system. I think it's the SCHF 43, I think. That's correct, yes. Um, 
and uh, but I mean overall it, it's an amazing chopper knife the um, the sheath is kind of weird it's not really a belt carry sheath it's more like a sling style sheath like you would you know do a, a, a sling yeah, pack sling's got like a machete handle yeah on. I mean it, it, it's a it's really huge. large large knife um, I mean this is not going to be an EDC this is going to be you know you know you're taking it in the woods and doing some heavy chopping with it um, it's I thought I'm pretty sure it's a it's, it's like a saber grind and it's Almost, if I'm not mistaken, it's almost a quarter inch thick. So I mean, it's it's built to take a beating. It definitely fits the heavy usage category. It is built for heavy use. All right, uh, Andrew, what's your choice for the heavy use category? About half the length of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's a Becker BK10. Still got to deal with the you know the crappy traction coating, and you can strip it if you'd like, or just put up with it till it wears off. The BK10 is slightly bigger than a BK2. But it is, it's a five and a five and a quarter inch blade, if I'm not mistaken. But it is a thinner blade than, you know, the famed BK2. The BK10 is going to be three sixteenths and the BK2 will be a quarter inch. I think it's what, ten and a half, ten and a half inches overall? Overall, thank you. Ten and a half inches overall? Yeah. And the, uh, the BK10 is a, uh, more like a clip point. It is a clip point. Versus like the a BK9, drop point on the BK2, yeah. yeah. It favors the BK9's blade, but it, it's a shorter Shorter length, blade length, and overall length. It is 10.95 crow van again. The sheath, you don't get, you don't get the, the the companion style sheath like the BK2. It's more of a, it is a belt carry sheath, but it's a nylon sheath. I haven't had any complaints with it. A kydex sheath would be nicer with a, with a knife, obviously. But, but uh, as you said, you know, there's a lot of custom makers that can. There is. Yeah. There's a lot. If you'll uh, loan it to me, I can make you one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these two are getting into the Kydex business. Uh, um, one well, he's I, getting into it. I've been doing it for a while. One I have seen online is, I don't know if you all have heard of 710 Customs. Have you heard I'm of not, him? I've heard of he's a, them. He's a small-time custom sheath maker is what he started out as, messing with Kydex. He's branched out into some leather work now, uh, but he's actually getting into uh, knife making too. He's doing some, doing some really cool work. Back to the Becker, I mean, it's the the famous Becker, you know, Ethan Becker, when he designed designed the grips of any of these knives, any of the BK series knives, he knew what he was doing for comfort in heavy usage. I will have to say that that is the that large can, Becker handle is the most comfortable handle like I've ever Even with the short blade of the BK ten being just slightly longer than a two, I mean, you're still you can still scoot your hand back on the handle and hold just that last swell mm -hmm. with a you know with a lanyard around your wrist and you can still chop right chop anything like you can I've, with a bk9 you can do i've it chopped down trees bigger than my leg with my bk2 so i mean that, that you can, baker you handle can is, chop with with the bakers that's no yeah. worries batoning you know they're they're awesome knives for the price point oh, definitely yeah. less than a hundred dollars more around, I think they're maybe around the eighty dollar mark for the BK ten. Yeah, I was thinking seventy, eighty bucks range. Yeah. They're they're awesome knives. All right. Well my choice for the heavy usage category is the K bar BK two. And I had basically for all the same reasons that you chose the BK ten, I just like the the quarter inch thick. Uh the blade length I, I wish they made a a BK two about the length of a ten, but the thickness of the two. 
That's like the thickness is overkill. I, I like it, though, because I abuse that knife. You can chop, you syndrome. can beat, you can... Yeah, it's a little man syndrome. It little really is. Syndrome. But you got a quarter-inch thick chunk of 1095 steel that will just take a bit. I, I don't Boom. know who said it first, but, I mean, somebody made the comment with the, the big A2s. Forms. Yeah, it was on the knife forums. Um, I mean, if you want to field dress a Buick... Right. There is, there is, Go with a BK2. There's exactly. actual videos of a torture test of a BK2 where they baton a push mower lawnmower deck. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yes. So. That says a lot for a heavy usage knife, and I, mean, I couldn't can. pick a better one. Uh, what I do like is uh, the scales, the the micarta scales that you can get for the BK handles. They're interchangeable. I, across they're the interchangeable board. across all the mm-hmm. boards. I do like those on my BK2. They are they are worth the extra money that it costs. Uh, I don't know what material the the stock ones are. It's like a Zytel, I think, Zytel, or something. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's okay. It just it's got a hollow feel. With well, my card, it gives you a little more solid. And the colors are gives you a little yeah. more texture right. with my card as they well. They do have a color option now for the they do the Zytel. Mm-hmm. They do. Handles. It's a, they got a lime green and the, I think it's a bright neon orange. Yeah, like a hunter. There's orange. a blue too. Is there a blue now? Yeah, I saw a blue. I didn't, I didn't know the blue. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's like you can't buy them individually, which is what's stupid. You have to get the three pack. Don't you got to yeah. you got to buy them all. And together. that's the way it is for the BK fourteen handles as well. But if you got three Baker knives, I mean, you yeah, got for the for the factory Zytel handles, right, the black right. and orange. Yeah, yeah right. you got different handle options there. Yeah. But. Okay, well, this is going to move us into our final category, and uh, we're going to call this one the honorable mention category. This is. Uh, Knives that could fit into any of these other categories, but they, for some reason or another, they didn't make our first pick. And uh, this is just a, a throw out there. So, Justin, uh, what's your first honorable mention? All right. For the honorable mentions, I've got two of them. Um, Let's continue with this category. <laughs> oh, hush. There's a, there's a triangle. Um, for honorable mentions, I've got two of them. One is the Gerber GDC, and the other one is the Schrade SCH uh, CC1. Uh, a Gerber what? It's a GDC. It's a Gerber. Um, I forgot what Can it stands for. Can you pull that up for me? Um, it's a it's a, a credit card knife, money clip knife. No, really. Um, it's it's a it's a discreet way to carry a knife that most people are not going to think about. I mean, if if you're is this one like the zipper pull? They make it like a zipper pull knife too. Uh, no, that's slightly different. Never mind. No, that's that's not the zipper pull. Um, they do. It's in this same line of. Uh, but it's like a folder. It is like a yeah, yeah. It's like a little folder, but it's in that same line of like their EDCs of their Gerber daily carries. That's what this GDC. That's what the GDC for. stands for. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of credit card type knives myself, but I see value in. It's it's a discreet way to right. carry. I mean, it's the um, if you're if you're out on the town and you know you're you're dressed up a little bit, you know you don't want a nice neck knife hanging off you don't want to you know a four inch fixed blade hanging off your belt or something you know this is more of a discreet way to carry what's the dimensions um overall is um i think it's i'm showing three three point six inches right. overall and a 1.7 inch blade right weighs 2.9 ounces and the, the shred is about the same dimensions as well it's about a 1.7 inch blade with about a 3.6 uh, overall can you show me the picture there um, now, one thing I have okay. I, I have read on the reviews for the the Gerber one is the um, the belt clip. If you do use it to hold your credit cards, it will scratch up the credit cards. Um, mm-hmm. I would use that mainly for just cash, um, or just Which nobody carries anymore. Exactly, um, or just you know use it as a pocket clip or something. But it's like I said, it, it's more of a discreet way to carry. Uh, me personally, I kind of like the Schrade version a lot better. Um, 
it's more of a traditional drop point. Um, the ergonomics on it look a little bit better, and I think the the the, the clip on the Shrade does a lot better than the Gerber itself. I've not heard any complaints on it about it scratching the um, credit cards or anything like that. But, I mean, it's they're they're like just a spear point. That's interesting. Yeah, it looks more like a polymer clip on the Shrade as well. Right, but I mean, like I said, it, it's so the holes in the handle is what locks it. That's in what, that's what your locks. That's your retention yeah. in the sheath. Yeah, on yeah. both of them. I mean, it, it's just a different. Just a different idea, a different way of thinking, you know, and any and the EDC knife. It's small, discreet, and you, you're not going to notice it. It is not my first choice What's for a knife. Uh, the Gerber, I think, runs about thirty, thirty-five, and the Shrade is about fifteen to twenty. Right. Does it say what? Do, do you know what type of steels used in each one? The Gerber, I'm not exactly sure. That's on, my uh, beef with Gerbers. I never. They, tell they, you don't, what they really type don't tell you what kind of steel. It's it's in anything. I don't care if you pay. $120 for one of their knives. They're not going to tell you what type of steel it is. It's just potluck. We'll guess today. Mm-hmm. Right. I hate that. The charade is uh, 8CR13MOV. That seems to be popular with them right now. It's a good budget steel. And, I mean, I, I've got... Eight, eight, yeah. Yeah. I prefer it's cousin the 9 myself. I, I, but. I do prefer the 9CR... Um, like but I, the, the 8CR13, I've got a, one of Charade's knife and... I've beat the ever-living crap out of it as well, and it's held up just fine. I can't complain for, you know, wireability of the 8CR13. It just does not sharpen worth a crap. It is <laughs> awful to sharpen. Like, until when I carried my, I, you know, I've carried that Kershaw 1920, that Select Fire. It's got the bit driver in the handle. I carry it every day. And it's, That's a nice little knife, too. I, 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 I wish the steel was a little bit better it. on that. Uh, if they would use, like, at least OS 8 or something in it, it would be amazing. But since they do not, you have to put up with that junky 8CR13 MOV. And it, I don't know. It's until until we run it. What, what was that sharpener we used? The Ken Onion work sharp? Work sharp. The work right. sharp. Until we put it through that work sharp, I cannot get an edge on that knife for anything. But now that the edge is there, it seems like it's holding up halfway decent until I beat, beat and ding and do what I do to them. Because I will uh, abuse it. Yeah, I mean, like I say, those, those, those types of knives aren't my first choice, but I can respect uh, the appeal to some. So, uh, Andrew, what's your pick for the honorable mention category? Uh, pardon my pronunciation. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's the sword. Am I saying that right? I, that, that's the way that I say like it. That? That's the way I say it. I think that's right. It's a, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. It's either a Australian or New Zealand based company. It's got a heritage around that area. I don't know what it is. It's the same thing falling back to, you know, if you're tired of the tactical style knives, you don't want, you know, if you don't want a four and a half inch blade hanging in your pocket with assisted opening and this, that, and the other, and you don't want, you know, you just want, a plain knife to slip in your pocket if you're just around the house or, you know, out in the yard working or something like that. They they seem to be pretty cool little knives. And that's the Sword Peasant? The Peasant knife, yeah. I really like these knives. Uh, uh, I'm definitely going to be picking one of these up myself soon. They're, they're extremely cheap, so that's another benefit. If you lose it, you know, you're not out. Go buy another one. I think they're... The, the polypropylene handled models range for around $15. They are a high carbon blade. That's another company. They don't tell you what kind of steel they do use, but it is a high carbon. It's going to rust. So you can either, you know, let it patina or put, force a patina on it. But uh, 
Uh, that or just, you know, oil it up, you know, take care of it. They do seem like they're pretty cool, pretty cool looking knives, though. Have you read any kind of reviews online about it or anything? Uh, nothing fancy actually has a really good review video on one. It's probably two hours long. Yeah, I was about to say, it it's, is, it's but, you know, minimal like 45 minutes. We love you, nothing fancy, in case you're listening, but yeah, it takes a long time to get Say what videos. you want, he's got really informative videos. He does. He, he does. Yeah, he does. But, but, but he, some of his stuff the, just... The video with this knife in it, actually, he does a, a polypropylene handle one. I think it was blue in the video, uh, but he compares it and an open L number eight was actually his other pick for the video. He actually picked an open L number eight over the sword, but I would too at this point. I'm, I'm in love with open L. <laughs> Got you hooked on the classic folders, huh? Dude, you can't beat that thing. You don't know what's in your pocket. It is, like, I'm pretty sure I've lost it right now because I don't feel it in my pocket. <laughs> but I, I really like the looks of this peasant, and I will be picking one of these up myself soon. So uh, my pick for the honorable mention category is, um, I'm going to say just a brand, and that is Anza Custom Knives. Um, the knife that I have is a number 11 utility. He calls it the Thumper 1. Um, it is a full custom knife. He, uh, I, I met him in a truck stop on the road and uh, actually talked to him. It is made from a 10-inch bastard file. He uh, grinds everything down, puts the blade grind on it. Um, you still see the cool file marks on the the surfaces, like it's like a Scandi grind. Um, the handles are made out of micarta. Comes with a really nice leather sheath. Uh, there is nothing tactical about it's this. It's like a dangler sheath. Yeah, it is like a dangler sheath. Uh, nothing tactical per se about these knives. They're just great utility knives. Um, and if you've ever had a knife that's been made from a tool file steel. You know, that's some of the best edge handling. Um, I've not batoned or threw any real heavy-duty usages at this knife, but um, I have cut a lot of cardboard in one session with it, and it was still shaving the hair off your arm at the end of the day. And, and cardboard's one of those things that will that will take the shaving ability off What's of the a knife. Point? These knives, say they, they vary. Uh, he runs sales. And he makes them in all kinds of sizes. He makes everything from a two-inch blade all the way up to a six, eight-inch blade. What each of them have different? Uh, each, like a number designation each, as the model? Yeah, each has different number. And then also the handle material. He has some with antler bone, some with uh, zebra wood. All, there's just tons and tons of different options on his website. The, uh, the one that I have, uh, when I bought it, it was about $80. Uh, on the website right now, it's $56. Um I, I wouldn't hesitate to pay $80 again for it. I really wouldn't. And, and so at 56 it's a great deal. But uh, check it out there. The links uh, links to all of these knives, all of our picks, will be in the show notes uh, on the website. So you can check those out. But he's got tons of different blade profiles, clip points, drop points, spear points. Um, it, it's just he's a, he's a really nice Ball custom points. maker. Drop points, yeah. You Ball say? points. Ball points, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to get cut out. <laughs> So, uh, do you all, do you guys have anything else you want to throw out there for the knife picks? I think it'd be good. Okay. Well, that will wrap up our main topic, and we'll head into the show closing. Uh, right now, this show is a an unsponsored show, so if you would like to become a sponsor, please email us at kilotangooutdoors at gmail.com. If you would like to help the show grow, please tell your friends and family about us. You can also visit our Patreon link, 
on the website. All donations will go directly to improving our studio and recording equipment. Any questions, thoughts, comments, and feedback are welcome and highly encouraged. Please leave them in the comment section below or on our YouTube videos in the comment section or email us at kilotangooutdoors at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review in, in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Please look uh, for more episodes in the future, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, so, Justin, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. And, Andrew, it was nice to have you on the show. Thank you very much. No problem. Until next time, remember, fight the good fight. <laughs>